0: Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Mr. Joseph Spiegel. How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> I kind of did that on purpose. <laughs> and what? And and what? Well, I said, how are you doing? But I didn't introduce you. Yeah, I know. All right. This is this is face Malone over here. And uh, yeah, once again, I'm me. So. Welcome. This is our gringo episode. We're going to talk about that film and uh, maybe a couple of movie trailers as well. And whatever else uh, we decided to talk about, huh? Yeah. yeah? All uh-huh. right. So uh, take it away, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, sorry. God damn it. I'm speaking for you tonight, aren't I? Yeah. Just continue. Johnny. Gringo.
1: Are, are you going to do your thing or?
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, so Gringo is a 2018 American crime comedy film starring David Oyelowo, Charlize Theron, Joel Eggerton, Amanda Seyfried, Danny Newton, and Charles de Copley, and follows a mild-mannered businessman who is sent to Mexico to deliver an experimental marijuana pill. When he is kidnapped by the drug cartel, he must escape alongside a hired mercenary. Ugh. I give you Gringo.
1: Ooh, Red Band. Medical marijuana is already a multi-billion-dollar industry. The future is this weed pill. I'm still not sure about this.
0: Look, most people will tell you Buzz Aldrin walked on the moon, but even a complete
1: idiot will tell you Neil Armstrong did it first. And do you know why he went first? He was well, the 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 open because the patch opened on Because he pushed Buzz Aldrin the fuck out of the way and seized history by the ballsack. I'm satisfied. <laughs> You're in some deep water, Harold. Like bankruptcy, dude. Damn, um, cash poor? No, I'm saying you're poor, poor. Harold! Tomorrow, you're gonna fly to Mexico. What? We want you to hand-deliver the weed pill formula to the lab. Buenos dias. I know I'm not supposed to touch the minibar, but I'm going to do it. You know, I don't even care anymore. I'm doing it. I'm having the mono.
0: Salud! <laughs> what are you... What's going on? I've been kidnapped! I am somewhere in Mexico with a gun to my head! What a fucking crybaby!
1: Harold, I'm just gonna spit this out. We sold a little product to the cartels. But when we cut them off, they got a little angry. (laughs) What the motherfucker! This is a fucking fuck. I know a guy. I'll track down dictators if I can find a guy in middle management. What do they want? They want five people. Bestos? Dollars! What is that? It's an injectable yeah. microchip. Okay. I need to keep tracking. I don't
0: like needles.
1: A... <laughs> you can't scare me. The tales of the big bad cartels. I don't know how things work. Not in Mexico.
0: That's, that's Harold? Harold?
1: Harold? Harold. Harold. Ingo. 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 No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. You really believe in God? Of course I believe in God. What kind of person does not believe in God? I guess I kind of do, but not. <laughs> Things are
0: going to start to get better for you. Trust me, I have good instincts. Let's go. All right, so as you can tell by that trailer, it's funny. It looks fast-paced. Funny movie, right?
1: Yeah, it was cut real well.
0: Yeah, and then you get to the movie, and no, it's not like that. All of those scenes that are hilarious in the trailer... When they're played out during the film, most of the time, they're, they're awkward instead. You know, the, I think one of my biggest problems with this movie is that it doesn't know whether to be a comedy or a serious action drama. It doesn't know how to balance it all properly, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. And, and another problem I have is this whole movie is just mean. Like, okay, if you go to payback with, with with Mel Gibson, everyone's an undesirable character. Everyone's an asshole. Everyone's a piece of shit. But it's entertaining and it's fun. It's a fun movie. Well, I, I think that. I don't know about other people. Critics didn't like it. But that, that's me. This movie, th- there's no character in this that's, that, that is appealing except for Charlton Copley's got some appeal to him, of course. And David Oyelowo, um, you know, his, his Herald character. Oh, and his accountant. But other than that, there's... Well, I know there's the, the fat guy um, Sanchez who works at the at the factory right. as well with all the kids. Yeah, but you know what I mean. The, the overall with all the main characters, there's no one here to really give a shit about. And they, I'm not even rooting for anyone to be an asshole. Just Joel Egerton's a fucking asshole. Charlize Darren's just a fucking asshole. You know, everyone's an asshole in this movie. Everyone's just fucking mean, and it, it, <laughs> it, it it's very trying as you're going through this film. I'm, I'm getting more and more irritated by how mean everyone is. You well, know?
1: And it's not just that. It's like there are three subplots. Yeah. So you have the main plot, which is Harold goes to Mexico, mm-hmm. right? And and then he sets up this whole thing that he's been kidnapped. Yeah. Okay, which he hasn't. Then you have the subplot, which is, well, he has a cartel now after him because the company has annoyed the the. the the cartel boss.
0: Yeah, they quit uh, giving. They quit delivering to the the cartel. Right.
1: right, and then you have the other subplot, which is Amanda Seyfried's yeah. character and her boyfriend, who are going down there to
0: yeah, Harry, grab
1: the drug. Her
0: and Miles. Yeah, I yeah. Can't it, His character name is Miles,
1: so that they can make their own version of the drug. Right. Yeah.
0: And okay. So and then the third subplot.
1: That is the third subplot. No no,
0: you told me the second one. now the third one.
1: No that is the third one. Well
0: you said no, you said there the main subplot is him having to go to Mexico.
1: No, I said the main one is him going to Mexico and faking his own his own um kidnapping yeah The okay. second subplot is the cartel boss trying to kidnap him.
0: Well, then what's the main plot?
1: that is the main plot is Harold going down to Mexico <laughs> and faking his own
0: Okay, so then that's not a subplot. that's a main plot That's what I said. All right, well, I said
1: it, there's three plots. There's the main plot. There's two subplots. Did I say three subplots? You, you said
0: three subplots. That's why I'm waiting for the third subplot.
1: Um, okay, the third subplot. Well, technically, the th- there would be a third subplot, which is... The affair.
0: Yeah. The wife's affair with right. Thandie Newton, who's completely wasted. Thandie Newton's a really good actress. If you've seen her in Westworld or, or anything else she's been in, yeah. she's excellent actress. And... She's isn't used for anything in this fucking movie. Her talent is completely wasted.
1: Well, all the all the subplots are completely wasted.
0: Yeah, you know the and one was entirely unnecessary as well. Yeah, the Seyfried. Yeah,
1: yeah, which we talked about, and 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 this whole movie could have been great if you get rid of the Amanda Seyfried subplot. Yeah, and you cut back some of the stuff, and you just made it about. And, and okay, so they're, they're trying to sell the company. Yeah, right, and Charlize Theron's. Using sex as a weapon. Yeah. And you have Joel Egerton, who's playing an asshole. He's just a
0: douche. He's right. just
1: a corporate douche. And you have Charlton Copley, who plays his brother, who is the complete opposite of him now.
0: Yeah, he's the fucking FEMA guy. You know, he's the, the world... Same uh, thing. Yeah.
1: The superhero, right? Yeah. He's an ex-mercenary. He's uh, the Cooper
0: Anderson <laughs> <laughs> of yeah, the fucking
1: world. Sort of. <laughs> he's he's an ex-mercenary who's who's turned... Who, who's turned he, over a leaf? He's turned who over Cooper new leaf.
0: Anderson wants to be,
1: yeah, I guess. Who
0: tries to? Who tries to um, to fake to be?
1: If Cooper fake. Anderson were if, a mercenary, drug smuggling, have killer. you
0: not seen him in his tight shirts when he went down to fucking Haiti and people
1: and shit? Cooper Anderson is a billionaire, gay man who grew up completely, c- completely given everything in his That's life. That's why I said fake. The, the, Charlotte <laughs> Copley plays a character. <laughs> Who is a fucking mercenary killer <laughs> who turns over a new leaf? Yeah,
0: you know, I've talked about the aid, you know, helping, caring more about other people than himself, kind of thing. Right. You know, especially people struggling in a third world country. Yeah. So. So. Hold on a second.
1: Yeah. So. The. the I mean, the whole that and that and that's a that's a fourth subplot, which is they're selling the company. Yeah. Really, is what it is. And they're lying to Harold, and, and and Joel Egerton is supposed to be his best friend, and, yeah. and all this other stuff. And
0: He's pretty much almost like the Chris Pratt character from Wanted, where he's like the best friend that, that's end up banging his girlfriend yeah. behind his back. Kind of right. Thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah. It, it's just, you know, and look, Joel Egerton's a very good actor. I mean, he, he plays a douchebag really well, because he seems earnest when he's talking to Harold, like he gives a shit about him. Yeah. But then this, immediately when his back turns, he's already freaking, he's already... You know, running the bus right over him, man. Yeah, you
1: know? it's all Harold's fault, and he's going to get fired. Running the and bus of life and... over him, shit, man. Yeah,
0: and, I mean, it shows when he's playing basketball how, how much a fucking dick he is. You know, and you see the look on Harold's face, like, why am I? Why do I look up to this guy? Yeah, you know, this fucking douchebag. So yeah, uh, Joel Egerton's always good in what he does, man. Everything he does. Yeah, um, and this movie, by the way, is directed by his brother Nash Egerton, who's who's done a shitload of stunt work more than anything else. Right, and I think that. <laughs> That's one of the problems is that, you know, you have the guy who so I think it's Tehelsky who directed the John Wick movies, who was a stunt guy uh-huh. and he knew how to make the, those movies. But this guy seems like he's good at all the action shit, but when it comes to actual story getting, you know, but he didn't write the movie. So,
1: yeah, that's so the tough you, he just directed it. Look. Yeah. The, this movie suffers from a lot of problems, none the least which is um incomplete or bad storylines and um um Literally, you could have cut... How long was the movie? It was almost two hours. Yeah, you literally could have cut it down to 90 minutes. Yeah. And it would have been 100% better.
0: Yeah, and then it had the, the atypical cartel leader who just shoots people without questions. Yeah. You know, and... and, and well, I, 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 Maybe it is true, because there is a shitload of killings going on down there, but you know what I mean. It's Yeah, still, uh,
1: There was just it was just wasted, wasted screen time. Yeah. That's really what it was. I mean, the two kids bring in the gringo, you know, and and the question is is you know do you like sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band and that was funny yeah but it's it's one of those things where it's just like it, you know he's just looking for an excuse to kill somebody eh. yeah i don't i don't honestly believe that a person of that's that high up on the food chain yeah you know in the cartel would would Randomly, just murder two people because they they were able to find someone and bring in this person that he wanted. Yeah, you know, and then he would just he would just shoot him dead. Yeah, it was weak. You know, no, nobody cares about them. Nobody will miss them. Yeah, it was weak. Yeah, it. I, I. You know, I mean, he would do something like get them involved in working for him or whatever. You know, give them a chance. You know, give them enough rope to hang themselves. Type of thing, right? And and the you know <laughs> here in America we like to vilify is that right? Is that the right word? We we like to make villains out of people like the cartel. Yeah. You know, and then when you when when you look into really what's going on, like um is it's is, is, is it El Chapo is it Chapo? I think it's Chapo. El Chapo. <laughs> Where he took like a lot of his money and reinvested it in the country. Yeah. One of these big cartel guys and, like, built schools. Escobar did that. Yeah. You know, he, he built schools. Oh, yeah. You know what? And industry and, and, yeah. and you know, like Escobar uh, literally got rid of crime in Escobar the area. Escobar
0: made Costa Rica or Colombia a place on the map. Yeah, and and what happened was he didn't start becoming as vicious as I believe he was until people started fucking with him. <laughs> it was like if you had left him alone, it'd be the richest country in the world. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: and 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 here's the thing: it's like this guy is reinvesting in his own country, right? Yeah, you know, and he's and he's cutting back crime and all this other stuff, and then the United States doesn't like it. Yeah. You know, the World Bank doesn't like it if yeah. you want to get into conspiracy. Let's,
0: let's keep Nancy happy.
1: So we don't want the drugs coming in, so let's go kill him. Yeah. And that's when things go bad, right? Yeah. You know, instead yeah. of instead of going to him and saying, hey, bro, let's work out a deal. And he's like, you legalize this, we can work out a deal. And they're like, no, we can't do that because we got, you know, because we have to control the masses. It's like, fuck you, just do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and if if they had gone into it with a whole idea of working together with this instead of working against, how, how different would the world have been?
0: Well, also, if you noticed, like, after Escobar, then they were trying to do that, where they were um, they were doing the, the lesser of two evils kind of thing, where they were working with it. Like, okay, we understand that it's always going to happen, but let's keep it limited to only a certain number of cartels yeah. that run this shit, right?
1: Yeah. And, and again, you know, human... It's the human condition, you know. People want, people want that power. Yeah, and, and 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 again, that's this is my whole my whole deal with with this this movie. My problem with this movie comes down to <coughs> um, perceived power. Yeah, like Joel Egerton going to the the company or his his company in uh, in Mexico where they developed this drug yeah. and him strong-arming this guy saying I know how this all works and this and that and like and 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 the foreman the shop foreman's like you don't understand this is how it works in this country he's yeah. like no this is america this building is american property this is american property that i'm on right now yeah well and, and any real businessman that plays that does a power trip like that would instantly get smacked yeah be like dude you don't understand this I'm going to tell you how it is and this is how it's going to be. And you can fire me and replace me with somebody else. But this guy, you have to you have to pay the piper. Yeah. And the piper is this. You have to you have to do this. So if you want to work something out with him on the side, you know, and you want to add that into the inventory and fix the inventory and things like that, that's your thing. But what happens right now is we have to continue doing it this way cuz if we change anything it's going to get really bad.
0: Yeah, how do you go from giving into a cartel to then just out of nowhere saying no more? Yeah. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean even <laughs> it doesn't matter how powerful of a company you are, or you perceive you are, there there are you have to play the game. Once you let the snake in the door,
0: <coughs> you know,
1: once you let the snakes, yeah. You're not going to be able to get rid of once you let the rats in. Yeah. You can't get rid of all the rats no matter how many times you oh. bring the exterminator.
0: Once Indy was in that tomb, dude, I think he's still digging snakes out of his boots and pants, man.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> that's, and, and that's the thing. Uh, if you want to, if you got to pay to
0: play the game. Did you hear that sound out? What? There was a sound cut out. No. I was worried. I, I heard it. Anyway, when you were talking, cut out for a quick second. Oh, no. All right. Um, yeah, dude. I Also, if you really think about it, this movie doesn't have any payoff. Like, Sure, um Oyello's character gets to go off to his paradise, right, yeah, but and he buys a bar, but he didn't get there through any real skill or anything. He just he, he failed upwards. He was the underdog who I don't know through who fate pitied or something he ended up being the winner at the end, yeah, because he didn't do anything well
1: the useless death of Charlton Copley.
0: Oh, that come That bug. I, I was waiting for him to get back up and go. Oh, I had a metal plate installed or something. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for him to do yeah. that too. And then he no, he's gone. What the fuck? They kill him in everything, man. That's he's like <laughs> the new Sean Bean. He is, yeah, he is because they. I think he's died in everything except for District Nine and A Team. And in District Nine, they turned into a fucking uh, into a prawn. Yeah, so so he's basically dead. Yeah, yeah. No, I
1: mean it's. This this useless you know last minute bad guy gets up shoots the good guy type of thing yeah it, it, uh, it, it, it doesn't was, work
0: Copley's like the only Copley and O'Yellow are pretty much the only reasons why I'm not giving this movie um, a two out of out of ten yeah I'm gonna probably end up giving it like a three a three or a four I'm not sure yet but
1: I well I, I give it a four four or four and a half mm-hmm. um, based off of Charlize Theron's character who mm-hmm. was she was hilarious. You know, she was just this. I don't give a shit about anything. Yeah, it just lie to your face. My
0: problem was is that it just, but it fed into the whole mean thing. You know, it just.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. I, you know, with her being mean and and I guess it would have been better if they had played it off that Joel Edgerton was the good guy, so it's good cop bad cop type of thing, and she was the bad cop. But yeah, I mean, the whole mean everybody hates everybody. Yeah, it's like if I'm watching sucks.
0: If I'm watching Bad Santa. The mean is it works. It works really well. Yeah. But if I watch Band Sat at Part Two, the mean it was just mean and not really that funny. Right. So it, it didn't work. This movie it's not that funny and it's just fucking mean. I.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, like as you said, you know, shooting, you know, cutting the guy's big toe off.
0: Yeah. Well, that, dude he just he just out of respect he's, he's a fucking messenger. Out of respect, he came all the way there and told him to his face what's going on. Yeah. You know, and he didn't make it sound like, you know, fuck you. He made it like I'm sorry, that this is what they're saying. Yeah. What can we do to fix well, this? Okay, well I, even though you agree with me on the Beatles, I still got to cut off your toe. Yeah, that doesn't that's, <laughs> that's, that's fucking stupid. It was stupid. It was absolutely stupid. You know? And
1: again, it's 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 the whole he this guy works for me yeah. and he works for this company, so I'm going to use him as my middleman to make my point. Uh-huh. And my point isn't going to be to cut off his toe and send it to the company. My point is going to be something else, yeah. Which means, like, I'm going to take all your product for this month, you know, yeah, and see what you have to say about that. Yep. <laughs> things like that, you know. You, you, again, it's it's the don't kill the messenger thing.
0: Yeah, you know it. it the, the, yeah, so that's weak writing. The, the, yeah, it's all pretty much weak, man. I, they made it look like it was going to be good, and it, it just it wasn't. It didn't pay off for me.
1: Yeah, and and they they could have done things differently. With the Amanda Seyfried stuff. Yeah. But that, again, that turns into a whole, her boyfriend's there and he's a dick and, you know, she doesn't want to deal with him. And yeah.
0: And, and, and then it's like, wait a minute. And then how are they? I knew they were going to end up bumping together somehow. But then the fact that they're both connected to the same company. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. It, it, no, not at, the, at that same exact time. Out of all the times in the whole existence, uh, the whole time that they've been dealing with this shit they come at the same exact time to, you know, to do this shit? I, no, it just doesn't, too contrived, too, just too set up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would have been, I think it would have been better if they just used Amanda Seyfried, you know, in her boyfriend visiting Mexico. Yeah. And then she bumps into him, and then, like, they have this, they, and then, like, her boyfriend, her boyfriend is doing this stuff yeah. behind her back, you know, about the company. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be coincidental or not. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just he's doing something, and Harold doesn't know anything about it. Right. Yeah. And well, then they, what
0: if they were just vacationing there, and they ended up helping him because they saw they get caught up in his ordeal? They could just be two regular people vacationing.
1: Now, see, it, I, I think it would have worked better for the subplots to work like this: um, Edgerton and Charlize Theron playing good cop, bad cop. Uh, you know, he's trying to save Harold's job, and she doesn't care for Harold, right? Yeah. And she's an opportunist. <laughs> yeah, and and she's doing all this stuff. And he's just trying to be the nice guy, right? Yeah. And trying to work everything out. And then, or, or vice versa. You know, you could have Egerton as the bad cop and Charlie Theron as the good cop, right? Yeah. And then you have the other subplot, which is the, you know, um, Egerton's brother, Charlton Copley, where... Mitch. Yeah. Where, yeah, his job is to find Harold, right? And Harold has, you know, Harold has been kidnapped, but it's not by the cartel. It's by these these two bumbling hotel guys. These two bumbling hotel guys that think that Harold is the the president of the company or whatever, yeah. and they're going to bring him to whatever. Because again, you still need that subplot, which is well, the vault can only be open. Which again, that's stupid. The vault can only be opened by one person with, and he's the only guy. And he comes down like once a week or whatever. Yeah, that's useless. That's that's dumb. They yeah. should have at least two or three Counterproductive. people productive. Yeah. But Harold's there to oversee the operation and whatever else, <laughs> and and that's the other thing. They're going to fire Harold, and he's the guy that has control over this operation in Mexico. Yeah, and he's the only one that can get into the vault,
0: and he's the only one that that everyone re, uh, respects and appreciates down in Mexico as well. Right. So he's the one that that smooths everything over.
1: Yeah, he's the one that's built this entire the the relationship. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and he's used to see that that again a week. Yeah. yeah. That that doesn't make any sense. In fact, that gives him more power.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, and and then you and then you have the the whole the whole cartel thing. It would have been so much easier just to have Amanda Seyfried be there with her boyfriend, who's also trying to to get. He's there to get the 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 drug, right? Uh-huh. So if you had done that early on in the film, hey, let's go to Mexico. He goes to Mexico, gets the drug, right? And instead of getting caught up in all the bullshit and getting arrested and yada yada yada, which is stupid, but I mean he could have gotten arrested, okay? And that's what breaks up Amanda Seafried and the boyfriend. Mm. And then she has to stay. She stay she's in Mexico, stuck. Yeah, kind of stuck. And she bumps into Harold, and then they kind of hit it off, right? Yeah. And they don't have to have a love affair or anything else like that. They just become friends, just like at the end of the movie where you see a you know, happy birthday type of thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> And, and you can use that as, as the uh, polar opposite of the Egerton-Charlie Steron characters, right? Yeah. You know? And then from there, you, you, you know, if Harold gets kidnapped, then that's when Harold gets kidnapped, and then she helps to find Harold yeah. with Charlotte Copley's character, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're just rewiring the story. It would have made for I think it would have made it for a stronger story, but no, <laughs> you have to go all you have to do this huge roundabout thing, and it's a two hour movie that yeah. that could have been cut down to ninety minutes. Yeah,
0: I didn't care about the shootout at the end, you know, where the guy oh, turns out to be a DEA agent. Yeah, you know the taxi driver. Yeah, It's like, oh, you've been watching him the whole time. That's great. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and he and, and even then he doesn't have to be a DEA agent. He could have been working for the
1: company. Yeah. You know, and he's a security guard that, or, or whatever. Um, and, and he's what, a, again, he's a mercenary. He, you yeah. could have used him as one of charlotte Copley's ex-mercenary buddies.
0: Yeah. You know, who was hired
1: by the company to protect yeah. Harold, right? Yeah.
0: Or what if also he, had just, he was just a normal guy who had a change of heart because <laughs> of all the times that Harold kept bringing him that food all the time? Right? He's like, well, you know, I respect this guy because he's he's nice. He's been nice to me all this whole time.
1: Well, why would you have him be a normal guy when he's when he's a guard? He's a high-paid guard to make sure that the Americans that come down there are protected at yeah, all times. Yeah,
0: parts. and that's what I mean. He's just that. He's not. He's not connected to anything else. Yeah, he's but again,
1: that. I mean, it would have made sense that he could have been connected to Charlton Copley because yeah. why wouldn't you use your brother to hire people? You know, as your own because they. I mean, companies do that. Yeah, as as protection for your people that go to you know you know overseas or. Or wherever, so you have these little installations that protect these people and their personal drivers and whatnot, and yeah. they know the lay of the land. So you know yeah. he's in Mexico; <laughs> and he knows the lay of the land. Yeah, he knows everything that's going on and knows where to go and where not to go. And then when Harold disappears, he starts his search yeah. instead so, of working for the Black Panther.
0: So I mean, like, what lesson is to be learned from this movie? Is is it like just the the good guys always they either either lose or they stumble into winning? <coughs> I don't even know. There's a lesson for this, <laughs> and that you know, like uh, the bad guy. He sometimes the bad guy gets his, and sometimes just the last one standing gets to take over. You know, that's Shirley's Theron, right? Sure. So I did, did nothing. Even happened with Black Panther, right? The you know the, the 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 cartel leader. He got arrested. Did he get arrested? Yeah. Okay. Well, that didn't even fucking matter, did it? No. Yeah. See, so fuck the fuck, Gringo. <laughs> I'm giving it a three. Okay. I'll give it. A, <laughs> I'll
1: give it a three and a half. Yeah.
0: So. um... Hold on a second before we do
1: anything. This new one. Uh, Let's do it. They've been waiting for a second chance, waiting for their country to need them again. That time is meow. What do you guys give me if I kill that bird, Farber? That's a bald eagle. Get away, Baldy! Yeah, guys, what do I win? A one-way ticket to hell. It turns out the French-Canadian town, St. George du is actually it was on supposed American to be soil. You'll be facing Yeah. It, was, oh, this one.
0: Yeah. it might be extended. Maybe, uh, the, the no, new there's ships.
1: a new trailer. There is a new trailer for Supa Tupas 2.
0: Yeah, see, this one's two months old. I'm looking for the new trailer. Did you see that blip about uh, Deadpool 2? No. First, it says first two test screenings of Deadpool 2 were horribly received, right? Oh, yeah, I saw that. And then it came out and said, no, 90% of everyone voted that it was awesome. It's
1: not our idea of a good time either, fellas. Personally, I'd rather fuck a moose. You would need a ladder to do that. Wow.
0: Let's give a big Canadian welcome to the Vermont Highway Patrol. They've come up here to tell us how great it's going to be for all of us to become Americans. American. American. I
1: pledge allegiance American. to the United States of America! This is happening. Do neither of you speak English? I do. We would like to eat your papers. Can you show me your party
0: papers? This time, everything will be by the book. Everything.
1: <laughs> Great Tim Horton's ghost. What can I get for you guys? Whole beer? leader of cola? What did you say? Do you want a leader of cola? Canada's pretty awesome. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> Don't do that.
0: <laughs> Should I shoot him? Who, Papa? <laughs>
1: You know what my dilemma is with this movie? My dilemma is, besides the fact that it's coming out on
0: 420, is that, we'll end up seeing on 419 probably, right? But, is the fact that should I go see this movie stoned, or should I see it fucking straight? I, I <laughs> Really? That's your dilemma? That's my dilemma. I, 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 you Crushed. know what I mean? Because I want to be able to pay attention to it, but at the same time, it's Super Troopers. So. I don't know. Why don't you follow the crowd on that one? <laughs> All right. Game over, man. All right. So, yeah. Let's check out this trailer for Game Over, man.
1: a star-studded event at the Level Hotel in Los Angeles has been taken
0: over by armed gunmen. We now go to a live feed from the assailants and can confirm that one of the hostages is international pop star Shaggy. Yeah, uh... Don't kill Shaggy. I fucking love Shaggy. What? Don't kill
1: Shaggy. It's happening. Sing it wasn't me. Sing it, Shaggy. Uh, honey came and auntie caught me red-handed creeping with a girl next door.
0: Picture this, this, we were
1: both butt naked hanging on bathroom a bathroom floor. Door. How do I forget that I have given her an extra key? Oh, baby, no, we have three waiters on the run. I think we should turn ourselves in. Wait, what's with the pockets? I'm showing them I'm unarmed. We can take them. My name is Alex with three X's. I'm about to go explosive on these motherfuckers. Three X means poison, by the way.
0: Uh, it's also a Vin Diesel movie. Me me with the girl like girl. Let's fuck some shit up. What? You seals? Transporters? Let's do it! Ah! Ah!
1: Oh, what are you doing up there? Oh thank God. <laughs> Fuck you, Copper! What the hell are you doing? They're here to help us! We're not gonna look cool as shit getting saved by the LAPD! Do you even listen to Lamar? lamar Wasn't it? I can't believe I followed a loser like you around for years.
0: I'm not a loser!
1: Stop! You
0: just shot at me.
1: I shot near you, bitch.
0: <laughs> 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 That's not the trailer I wanted you to see. The, uh, it was, I guess it's number two. All right, I'll we'll watch. This is two. the one that fucking made me laugh.
1: That's what we should be doing. We should be chugging champagne. We should be wearing diamonds, collecting albino pythons. I'm over here. I'm holding onto the poop side of this scrubber. Woo-hoo.
0: Holy shit! The bay. Even his dog, little Puma, has a hundred thousand followers. Sweep the hotel. We are lockdown, boss. Party's over.
1: Ah. Oh. I think we should turn ourselves in. What's with the pockets? I'm showing them I'm unarmed. Shut up. We can take them. I've got an idea. Let's do it! My plan worked! Your plan didn't work! It got me 300 kicked in the chest! I'm gonna go put on pants. I'm on a mission.
0: Steady on the move. You up for this? We take their guns and free the hostages. <laughs> We're here to collect a toll from Bayawadi. You ain't
1: touching my stacks, bro. This lady just shit her pants.
0: I did, I did not shit my pants.
1: Are you calling me a liar?
0: No, someone did shit their pants. And I'm not gonna say who.
1: Are you ready to be Tom Brady?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We the Brady Bunch. We the
1: Brady Bunch. We Brady Bunch. Bunch. Do you think Tom Brady is in the Brady Bunch? It's the dad, right? No. No, he isn't.
0: Well, you didn't bring me along until I looked like the black nerd from Die Hard. 'Cause I don't. So yeah, that comes out on March twenty third on <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> it looks like yeah, like a, a goofy, funny version of uh, of Die Hard. Yeah, yeah well, and then um Neil McDonough once again playing a fucking a bad guy. Yeah.
1: I'm good with that. I love Neil McDonough. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He plays great bad guys. Um, We got contacted by a company uh, called uh, Zalco Productions, and they have a movie called Dark Forest. It's it's a horror movie. All right. Um, I'll let you judge for yourself. I've already seen the trailer, and uh, you tell me.
0: Yeah, I do it.
1: Hello, boys. Come with me on a little adventure. Ready for the weekend of your life? I'm excited about this weekend's camping trip. Tonight, we will be exploring the Dark
0: Forest. I can't go on the camping trip. Shut up.
1: Don't tell her to shut up. I just want to go away with my friends. You be careful out there.
0: Do you think there's monsters in the woods? I got lost in the woods as a kid.
1: We're just gonna scare them, right? Yes.
0: They aren't always who you think they are, you know?
1: How come I don't get any service out here?
0: Hi. Did you hear that? Hello? Hey, who's out there? Deep dark secret.
1: Thought you were in this with me. I'm here, ain't I?
0: All in all, I'd say good job.
1: Yeah, um, it was funny because I didn't, I, when I was watching it, I didn't see the, the Dread Central quotes in the 80s, whatever. Yeah. But the first thing that I thought of was, this is very, very Friday the 13th, three or four. Yeah. You know, and um, and, and I was watching it, I'm like, you know, because you don't really, like first viewing type of thing. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, another cheesy movie type of thing, blah, 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 going after the horror genre. Yeah. And, you know, what's, what's their take on it? And it's like, eh, it's basically a ripoff of Friday the 13th. Well,
0: it looks like it's also done in a style of homage where, yeah. like, if you notice where they did the camera thing on the guy where it does a close-up and then the background yeah. starts to go back, kind of like you're watching Poltergeist or something. Yeah. Um, uh, do you notice the killer in the white T-shirt? He looks like Flea. Yeah, he kind of does. He, did. he straight up remind me of Young Flea, man. But this
1: looks interesting. I told him that we were going to watch it. Yeah. Um, it's, this is available on iTunes and Google Play. Okay. It's called Dark Forest. You can also get it on Amazon Prime and pretty much every streaming service. I don't know if it's on Netflix yet. But um, if you have Amazon Prime, yeah, uh, we're, we're, and I think I do, I'm going to check it out. And then from there, uh, we are going to do a review on this movie. Okay. Just like we did with We Make Movies. And Ross Monroe's... Um, um, the
0: Invention Thing of lying.
1: Yeah. And we have also got Ross Monroe's uh, other one, Yeah, which I want to watch. I just haven't had to. Um, there's two of them I want to watch, We just haven't had a chance to.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah, The Invention of Lying was yeah, the, the one nice. that we did the review on. No, not The Invention of Lying. <laughs> Why is that called? <laughs> a Legacy of Whining. A legacy of Whining. The Invention. I, I, my brain is in a million places.
1: Yeah. It, it's, been, it's been a horrific couple months for me, so... Oh, yeah.
0: So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah we got um, we got Brewster McGee to watch, and we got yeah we got
1: Dark Forest, and, and um, um, the last the last movie Palace or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the last Palace. Or yeah,
1: I, I really want to watch that. Or either. is it Broke Palace? Broken palaces. Yeah, or Broken Palace. Yeah, uh, about um, the end of an era when it comes to all these majestic movie theaters.
0: Oh, what about your buddy with the um, mil- the military show?
1: um it's up to episode four right now just haven 't watched any of it
0: okay we we'll do that soon,
1: yeah, so okay. um they 've been behind on some of the they're only doing seven episodes of yeah. wild cards Real or
0: life shit man i I get it
1: yeah things get in the way, you know you got to take care of that stuff first yeah so but um um i've wa- I watched the first episode mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll watch it again we'll watch all f- there's seven episodes i think it 's a total of like an hour yeah um some
0: dark forest man it looks it looks good it looks like the the <laughs> The effort was put into it, man.
1: Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm really interested in seeing this movie because it's it's right up my alley when it comes to the the horror genre. Yeah. It's not Eli Roth; it's more I, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. Hell, Sean even Cunningham. if the
0: movie isn't that good, whoever cut this trailer did a damn good job.
1: Yeah. Um. What was the other movie trailer?
0: Uh, we got one more. We it's for uh, the Fantastic Beasts uh, oh, st- right. sequel, which is called The Crimes of G- Grindelwald. Because hey, we gotta connect it to Harry Potter. <laughs> gotta have the Harry Potter music and you know the harry potter theme and the and you know have those connections can't be its own thing
1: well of course it's connected to harry potter it's in the fucking world of harry potter yeah
0: but it's fully connected to harry potter i have some questions for you professor
1: this is a surprise there's a rumor that Newt's commander is headed to Paris. I know he's working under your orders. What do you have to say for yourself, Dumbledore? If you'd ever had the pleasure to teach him, you'd know Newt is not a great follower of orders. The time's coming, Newt. when you're going to have to pick a side. Are you going somewhere? No. We're going somewhere. Jesus.
0: That looks really good. It does. I got problems. Why? Because it it connects to Harry Potter. It, okay, pause it, please. Uh, it, it reminds me straight up wow, of saw- of what of the mistake that they made with Gotham, which is they're trying to cram in all the connections. To we the,
1: all, but the connection was already there from the first one when we when didn't they, see when Dumbledore.
0: For, when, when Fantastic Beasts first came out, they, when it was coming out, they said that it's going to be its own thing. And it's not going to rely on Harry Potter. It's going to be its own thing about Newt's Commander. Then what did they do? They 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 had to throw the Grindelwald Grindelwald thing in there, and then and now and now oh now we got to have Dumbledore. And so this has become this has become a Harry Potter. This prequel. is
1: based off of the book that was shown in Harry Potter that Dumbledore gave to Harry Potter.
0: Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is just about the beasts. It's not about any of this Grindelwald shit. If if all. you if but did you read the book? There, I'm asking if you've read the books. There was, I don't think they ever made. Uh, I don't think Rowling ever made the book Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, the book is like out, the is one, actually available. I'm talking about like the you know the one that they teach in the school.
1: There's yeah, a actually. there's an actual book called Fantastic Beasts and is very similar to the one that they teach in the actual school. It's not in the novel, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in in the Harry Potter series. The I mean the whole Newt Scamander thing. And Dumbledore, and th- that's all talked about. She actually goes into some detail about how he came across the book and about Newt Scamander and why he's so important to this whole thing. And he gives the book to Harry Potter, so he has a connection.
0: I don't... Okay, I've read all the books once, and I'm, I'm, I'm positive there's a bunch of things I've forgotten about, but from what I remember, Fantastic Beasts in the in the Harry Potter novels is only just mentioned offhand. It's not there's no talk about the connections with Scamander this, this to, to, to Dumbledore and all that other stuff. What they're doing is they're they're integrating she, all they, this stuff together, they're connecting it all so you can have a Harry Potter prequel instead of it having it stand it on its own two feet. It
1: was already connected to Harry Potter because it was mentioned in the books. That book is important to the plot especially when he has to deal with the beasts such as the hippogriffs and the, and the spiders and all this other stuff. All of that is very important. So that book Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and Newt Scamander is is es- is essential to the entire Harry Potter timeline anyways because when you have these when you have these movies coming out and you have Newt Scamander who is connected to Dumbledore who's connected to Harry Potter and in a roundabout way, connected to um, um, Grindelwald, not just Grindelwald. Um,
0: Voldemort. Tom Riddle. Oh yeah, yeah, Tom. yeah
1: Voldemort. You know, which, th- and this is where this is leading to. By the way, oh uh, yeah. So Grindelwald to Tom Riddle, from Tom Riddle to Voldemort. That's where that's where this whole entire series is leading to. So what's going on is, and, and I understand that you have these problems. And, and and you're justified to have these problems because if if you don't then you're just another sheep mm-hmm. right yeah i don't have a problem with it because all of this stuff was set into the books prior to these movies coming out anyways and and when when Rowling mentioned that she's going to do a fantastic beast book and then that's going to lead into a whole movie series I don't think they they've ever said that this is not going to have connections to Harry Potter.
0: Well, it was an intention originally. This was just going to be a trilogy, and it was going to be about him <laughs> discovering the beasts and stuff. And then out of nowhere, they just decided, "Oh, we're going to do five movies." And now they're doing all these connections with Grindelwald, you know, which is going to, which of course you see right there leads into Hogwarts and all that stuff. And it 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 just it's like. Remember when we watched Jurassic World and, and, and they started playing the John Williams theme, Jurassic Sc- Park score too early into the film and like you haven't earned it yet kind of thing. It, I, I, it, don't, it just feels like it's, it's riding on the coattails of Harry Potter instead of trying to be its own thing. You know, even though it's in the Harry Potter universe, it's relying too heavily on it and that, that, it just bugs me. You know, it'd be one thing if they had announced from the get go, but it doesn't make any sense that it would
1: bug you that it relies on Harry Potter when it's part of the Harry Potter
0: universe. Because I I don't remember when I read this man, but it was before we saw the first film, the first Fantastic Beast film, and they said that this was going to be based on the book that you know that that that, that's at, at the teaching book that's at Hogwarts, right, part of the curriculum, and that. It's going to be about Newt commander and his adventures. It, it, they did not mention anything about Connections, about it being a Harry Potter prequel in any way whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, it, they changed that. Okay, So if they had said from the get-go that they were planning on implementing all this stuff to become a Harry Potter prequel, then fine. So be it. I, I'd be behind them for it. But they didn't. They made it sound like this, and it sounded like they just did this Hobbit thing. You know what they did, like they did with the Hobbit, where oh, we're going to add all this extra shit to it, and make all these connections here that you didn't know were there before, and all this stuff like that. And it just—it feels like they're trying to milk the cow. You know what I mean?
1: But that, that again, you're uh, okay. Th- these justifications don't make any sense. The the these these complaints or whatever you want to call them, they they don't make any sense to me. I don't understand why you have a problem with the fact that Albus Dumbledore introduces this book to to the class, not just Harry Potter, to the class and says, this book is essential reading for whatever this class is going to be. And, I mean, literally, there is a book out about this whole thing, you know, and there there are some beasts that aren't in it, but there's a book about it. You yeah. can you can go and buy it. <clears throat> but the reason why he brings it up is because it's essential, and mm-hmm. in fact, the only reason why any time Albus Dumbledore brings something up is because it's going to be essential to the learning of Harry Potter and his friends. Essential to the point where they're going to have to use some of the advanced information that's in there or search out, you know, where Newt Scamander was or whatever, or people that were associated with Newt Scamander. And and they're going to be tested because of Tom because of Voldemort, right? And he knows all this stuff, and and he's trying to he's trying to help Harry in a way that doesn't keep that keeps him out of it, so that he's not implicated in any way, shape, or form, so that he can continue training these wizards coming up in, in, through through Hogwarts until mm-hmm. his time comes because he his time is short, and he knows that this is that he needs to be able to be there for Harry Potter throughout his entire tenure until Harry Potter graduates, mm-hmm. right. So he already knows that his time is limited. So the best way to, to get the most out of your limited time is to give people stuff and let them figure it out and kind of guide them along the way and give them hints and tips and stuff like that and let them make their decisions on how they're going to handle it. But the whole Newt Scamander Fantastic Beast thing was already connected to the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter novels.
0: But just as a manual about animals. No,
1: not just as a manual. There is there's a whole history of Newt Scamander, and and not just that. I mean, the people that he was associated with, and and the girl that he ended up marrying, who is uh, Beatrice.
0: Yeah, and then that was and all this all other stuff, offhanded, st- like just a quick c- remark in the books. That's it. There was no big connection to Grindelwald or any of that shit. I can almost p- put money on that. Okay, what I'm, my problem is this. They made it sound like before this, these, this new series came out that it was just going to be about Newt's Commander and and his discovering of the animals, and then if the, all this connection to to Harry Potter stuff, you know, to, to Voldemort and Grindelwald and all that shit, and Dumbledore, all this stuff feels like stuff they add. They decided to add on after the fact. <coughs> That's what I'm trying to get at here. If it, it felt like oh you know what let's make it felt like they they changed it up like oh. Let's go, you know, we're worried that if it doesn't have enough connection to Harry Potter, <laughs> that <coughs> not enough people are going to come see it. So all of a sudden.
1: But he, uh, he, no, because he already had a huge connection to Harry Potter and the term with, with Beatrice. He was going to marry Beatrice, Lestrange.
0: Yeah, that, well, that, feels, that, that, that also feels added in. Because it's not mentioned in the Harry Potter novels, man. I, I, I'm serious. News commanders is barely mentioned at all.
1: <laughs> I'm looking up all the Harry Potter stuff.
0: That's okay. That's, yeah.
1: you know he's trun- truncate. So the Fantastic Beasts textbook was first mentioned in J.K. Rowling's f- first book in the series, uh, The Sorcerer's Stone, in chapter five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In the f- in the film version, Newt Scamander's name appeared on the Marauders' map. Why he was at Ho- Hogwarts was not addressed, although maybe that Hogwarts student was named after him. However, he was
0: in... Come on. I think this all boils back to when we did our review of uh, Fantastic Beasts, and it was, you know, the, the movie seemed like when it was dealing with him discovering new creatures and stuff like that and being in, in, in you know, America and seeing the differences in the Wizarding World with that, it was all working because, you know, he it was his own tale, and then all of a sudden... It felt like all of that, the connections to, to Dumbledore and all that stuff, you know, with Grindelwald and everything, just felt like it was, they, they threw that in there just so that you would have that, that you know, other thing. And now it's taking away from, from the whole purpose of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, which is just New Scamander f- discovering new creatures and, and cataloging them. So how many you know Fantastic Beasts is he going to be able to find in this one coming up when it's dealing with the crimes of Grindelwald instead? You know if they're going to do a Harry Potter prequel, I mean personally, I mean I prefer that they you know call it what they're going to call it. You know like say you know Hogwarts call a movie you know, and have it sit around Dumbledore when he's younger or or something. I
1: I'm trying I'm still trying to find the okay so there's a portrait of Scamander in the headmaster's office, implying that he was a past headmaster of Hogwarts and that he was dead by 1992. Um, However, Pottermore timeline of Wizarding World establishes that Scamander was still alive by 2015. Um, As author, J.K. Rowling stated that all headmaster's portraits in the office are of past headmasters who are deceased. Um, Newt's name was translated as Lurch Scamander. Lurch is a German word for amphibians, a family of animals, similarly in French. Um, all right, appearances he was uh Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is first mentioned. Chamber of Secrets film, video game film, Prisoner of Azkaban, he appears on the Marauders map. Um, Pottermore, he appears in portraits in the film. Uh, the Crimes of Grindelwald, which well, I'm not even going to go to the Wikipedia of Crimes of Grindelwald, but because I don't want to, there's got to be more than, than that.
0: That's what I mean. Dude. From what I recall, Fantastic Beast was barely mentioned at all in in the It exists, of course, but it it's it's something almost said in passing. But you know what? I, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. I you know maybe The Hobbit fucked everything up for me or something. And you know, I mean, this is being being written by J.K. Rowling. It's her own shit. So I mean, you know, she she has enough money to say whether or not she's willing to fucking have it go this way or that way. So you know what? Maybe I'm just full of shit. I don't fucking know. Well, here,
1: um, let me look up Beatrice. Beatrix Lestrange. No, Bellatrix, I'm sorry. <laughs> because she's supposed to be involved with Newt's commander as well.
0: I killed Sirius Black.
1: And uh, Tonks, Pollux. Wow. <laughs> Alita uh, Lestrange is pure blood. That's it. Miles um, she developed a close relationship with Newt, and Alita was the fiance of Newt's older brother, Theseus.
0: I know that um like uh Tessa Thompson who played Valkyrie in, in Ragnarok, she's supposed to be playing Lestrange. The um the young younger lady who's uh I I guess potential love interest for Scamander in this one. Not she's not doing the um Bellatrix Lestrange, but another yeah. I think it's Lita, Lita. or whoever. That's her right there. <coughs> That's, that doesn't look like Tessa Thompson. That looks more like um That's a painting, is, I think. It looks more like Zoe uh Kravitz. Kravitz.
1: Yeah. Anyways, um, she's... In it. Well, I'll, I'll it find is out more.
0: Kravitz. There's something else I read. I thought it was Tessa Thompson, but maybe she plays a different character.
1: She may play Bellatrix. Hmm. Let's find out. Do, 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 do. Oh, come on. Is she not supposed to be in Fantastic Beasts?
0: I swear I saw her name, but... Just look over, Yeah, look over her filmography. It'll tell you. Nope. I must have misread something somewhere.
1: She's in Creed 2. Yeah. She was in Creed
0: 1, so...
1: Okay. Well, anyways, we'll get down to the bottom of the uh, Newt Scamander thing and have more information. But, yeah, I mean, if you have a problem with it, that's fine. You know, I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, it's, 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 it's an intrinsic part of the Harry Potter universe anyways. And it's, there's a connection because Newt Scamander and Dumbledore were all involved. And Dumbledore <coughs> basically... Um, helped him. Oh well. Here, here's the thing. Scamander was was took the blame for some sort of bad thing that happened, uh-huh. and he was supposed to be kicked out of Hogwarts. Mm. And Dumbledore took him under his wing, basically, and yeah. and basically said, "No, this is not true, and we'll, and and the truth will come out." So Dumbledore is is an intrinsic part of, and I've said that again, part of Newt Scamander's life, anyways, and they're probably really good friends. Yeah, and
0: there's and, a rumor or something about because Dumbledore is gay. Yeah, that um, maybe uh, Dumbledore and Grindelwald had a had a thing. That wouldn't surprise me. So I think that's from Rowling herself. Um, don't quote me on that, but yeah, like it's something where it never went anywhere, but it was there.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know enough about this Grindelwald guy other than
0: well, he was he Grindelwald <coughs> is in the Deathly Hollows movie. He's just played by an older actor, and he's in a prison right. cell. I believe Dumbledore doesn't kill him. Does Dumbledore kill Grindelwald in Deathly Hallows? Fuck.
1: First, per- Percival Graves. That's who it was. Because he
0: goes to ask him. Voldemort goes to his prison cell to, to ask him about the uh, the Elder Wand. Right. So I don't remember if he kills him or not. I and mean, he well, he does kill the Wand Maker. He does kill Ollivander. So maybe maybe he does kill uh, Grindelwald.
1: Yeah, he's he's mentioned on uh, yeah first appearance appears in photographs part one. Um Piers and Visions and then Yeah, in the film adaptation, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, he was um portrayed by Jamie Campbell Bauer. Um he I'm sorry. And that was the young Gellert Grindelwald and Michael Byrne plays the character as an old man. Um
0: Yeah, he's um he was the head German uh, general in um in uh Last Crusade. Right. And this is how we say goodbye in Germany, Doctor Jones. <laughs> I like the Austrian way better. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Yeah. So the the
1: whole the whole idea behind Grindelwald is, um,
0: uh,
1: Albus's brother disliked Grindelwald immensely.
0: Aberforth, yes.
1: yeah, and Albus, as uh, he, he was Albus's friend after Hogwarts, while Al- Aberforth was taking care of Ariana, Albus and Grindelwald were planning to enslave the Muggles. As the two boys were planning to travel around the world, they were also uh, planned to take uh, Albus's sister, Ariana, with them. And Aberforth opposed them, telling him that he would be able to take care of Ariana once more. Grindelwald became angry and used the Cruciatus curse on Aberforth. Mm-hmm. Albus then defended his brother, and the three boys had a duel in which Ariana was killed. Grindelwald escaped and left the country. Aberforth retained bitter memories towards Grindelwald for many years. And this is where this is all leading. Yeah. That's why you have, you know... in and yeah. and you're you're going to have Tom Riddle, um, Voldemort, visit Grindelwald in prison, um, so he can get the Elder Wand. So, <laughs> but well, you know, Grindelwald refused to tell Voldemort where the Elder Wand's location was because I guess Harry Potter had it, didn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, Harry had it because he won it from um, Draco, right? And Draco had gotten it from <coughs> Dumbledore. So,
1: yeah, so. I mean the the whole the whole process of Grindelwald and his his time I think is going to end, you know we're going to see, well we, I don't think we're going to see it because I think it was shown in the in the movie but
0: yeah I guess he, I guess he did do um, a lot of cadaver on him because it was like there can be only one pretty much you know big wizard right yeah
1: but we we may see the uh, the fight between Grindelwald and the Dumbledore's yeah and then um, from there. And then, again, I mean, it's it's important to have all the all of this information, and that's why I don't have a problem with this being connected to the Harry Potter universe. Yeah.
0: You know, um, like, it, when you've seen all the Harry Potter movies and then you, you go back and you watch them again from the start? Yeah. Like, you know, like, the first two movies are, like, they, they're, like, very more kid-oriented, and they're, you know, more playful and fun, right, with less of a danger. There's oh. danger, but there's it's, it feels less. Right, it's more playful, right? Um, what's really cool is after you've seen all the movies and you've read the books and all that shit, you go back and you watch Chamber of Secrets. At the end, when when uh, Harry puts the the sock in, in the booklet and then in the into the um, the diary, Tom Riddle's diary, and then hands it to uh, you know gives it to Lucius Malfoy, and Malfoy gives it to him, and he goes, oh, he's just presented me with clothes, right, right. Um, Dobby is free, right? And so um, if you notice, when, when Lucius says, you cost me my manservant, and he points the the, the um, his wand at him, he says, Avada, <laughs> before Dobby says, you will not harm Harry Potter. Right. Right? And so, it, it, but yeah, if you go back, you can actually tell that, that Lucius was going to try to kill Harry Potter right there with the Avada cadaver curse. Right.
1: Yeah, Draco Malfoy, he never... Wielded it. Tom Riddle never mastered it. Uh, Harry Potter had it. So
0: yeah, it got buried with Dumbledore. But but Draco was the one who won it because right. he's the one that disarmed Dumbledore at the tower in the Half Prince. So so
1: yeah, and and that and basically this wand is the the main object throughout all the stories. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, Fantastic Beasts and, you know, where to find them is, is all about him finding beasts anyways and cataloging him. But now he has a new, and this is how stories evolve anyways, but now he has a new thing where he has, like, the whole Grindelwald thing just happened, and now he's involved with that, and that's going to set off a whole lot of problems. And part of that problem is the fact that, he is, um, he Newt Scamander. Yeah. At one, at some point during this whole thing, is going to be accused of murder or some sort of heinous crime, yeah. and he's going to almost lose his position at Hogwarts over it.
0: Yeah.
1: Or lose his position at Hogwarts over it, and that's where Albus Dumbledore comes in
0: and gets involved. Well, all I know is, is here's the weird part. Here's the rub. <laughs> Is, it shows Jude Law playing Dumbledore. Right. And he's just, he's wearing the suit, you know, he's wearing the vest and he's not. He yeah, he looks all, he looks, he looks yeah American,
1: right? Yeah. Because he, cause he loves yeah. muggles.
0: Yeah. And he, he's not, he's not, he does not look wizardy, right? So if you remember in the Chamber of Secrets, when it does the flashback to Haggard when he had the little p- baby spider, right? Uh-huh. The Aragog when it was small. um, Dumbledore, he looked like Dumbledore. He still looked like old Dumbledore at that time. You know Richard Harris Dumbledore, where right. you know the robe and the long ass beard and hair. So, uh, I'm wondering how much time is that between this Jude Law in in um, Fantastic Beasts Crimes of Grindelwald, and how far is that between that and to the events of the Chamber of Secrets? Eighty years. Well, no, 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 no I mean, when the flashback scene. So the flashback scene to, um, when 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 Hagrid's a little kid when he's when he's at Hogwarts when he's a student, right? Then, so it's I think it's like sixty years prior or something like that, or, or okay,
1: let's call it sixty years, and then prior to that, add on another twenty years. Yeah, and that's how many years between Newt Scamander. Yeah,
0: because um, the Sorcerer's Stone is <laughs> set like around nineteen ninety one, right? And okay, so seventy years. Y- yeah, like, so mm,
1: let's call it six, sixty
0: five. Like, yeah, years. I can't remember how far back it goes in in the um, in the Chamber of Secrets when it does a flashback in the diary. Um, oh, whatever. It's not a big deal. We can look at. I up. just wonder when it changes. You know what I mean? Like, how many years go by before before Jude Law or before Dumbledore goes from the Jude Law look to the fucking Richard Harris look <laughs> to the Gandalf look?
1: Um, when did Dumbledore find Hagrid? Rubius Hagrid. I find this all interesting. Uh Nineteen twenty eight. Okay. Okay, so let's look up Harry okay. Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and find out when did that happen. So he was born in 1928, and that was a year after Newt Scamander's book was published.
0: Okay, so then it's like so we could roughly say 15 to 20 years later, or you know, our let's see. because I mean he was well Hagrid's half giant, so he's that's why he's so fucking big. So I don't know how old he was when he um, was going to Hogwarts. But I would assume he'd be the same age. Well, he was there, born that's...
1: in 1928.
0: Yeah. So then that means it has to be, give what, 15, to 18 years?
1: Yes. So call it 20 years.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So then there's, so in that span, and maybe it's because of the events that happened with his sister dying, maybe that's when he changed and he quit doing that, you know, the the classic look style, you know, and so went into a wizard's, wizard look. I don't know. Call it
1: 1997, when, if you want to.
0: Well, the first book came out in ninety seven, but it's set around ninety one.
1: Are you sure about that? Yeah,
0: I've, I've seen it multiple times uh, when they've done all the timelines and shit like that. And yeah. okay,
1: so eighty three years between when Hagrid is born, right? Uh-huh. Is that right? Nineteen no, nineteen twenty eight to nineteen ninety is seventy.
0: Yeah, so ninety two would be the events of Chamber of Secrets. So seventy three years.
1: Yeah, so he's seventy three years old.
0: In, in the Harry Potter movies,
1: in, yeah, when when yeah.
0: during years one through seven, right.
1: So yeah. when Dumbledore finds him, it's probably sometime around nineteen fifty.
0: Well, I mean, if he, um, I mean, if he's, if he's a student at Hogwarts, he's probably the same age as the other students, probably.
1: Oh, that's right. They're young, huh? Yeah. So seven, eight years old.
0: So well, he looked 1934, like he was 1935. I would say, well, with, well, he discovered, yeah. But I mean, when when Hagrid, you know gets accused of being the one who is um going into the chamber of secrets. Right. Um I think Haggard was probably a senior year student or close to that. Yeah,
1: and he was he was here we go. 1940 1942 1943. Okay. So 22 years old.
0: Okay. Or 28. You said 20. He was born 28.
1: Right. So he was 20. So he's 12?
0: He's around 15. 14 15. Then so in 1943 is when yeah, right here under the picture, it says 1943. So that means he was about, let's just say, he was 15 during the events of Chamber of Secrets, flashback. Yeah. Okay. So then, and then, uh, when is uh, when is uh, Crimes of Grindelwald set? Uh, I gotta look it up, dude. Yeah, I mean Harry, dude. That's what I, I respect so much about J.K. Rowling is that there's so much detail into this world of Harry Potter that she's done. You can tell she did a shit ton of research. To just set everything up. I think this takes place in the 20s. Yeah, it's either in the 10s or the 20s. Is it like right post-World War I? I've seen Fantastic Beasts once or twice.
1: 1926. Okay. So it's two years before um, he's born.
0: Okay, so 17 years before that event. Right. Okay. All right, so something happens in that 17 years that causes Dumbledore to to completely change his look. (laughs) So...
1: Yeah. It should be interesting, but <laughs> it's all it's it's all it's all interconnected anyway, so
0: Yeah. Alright, so uh all right, are we good on this one? Let's uh all we got left is our uh, our predictions, right? Yeah. All right, so look, we're gonna go see Fantastic Beast anyway. <laughs> and I hope it kicks ass. I hope it's really good and I hope Johnny Depp is uh as awesome as Grindelwald, so Yeah, I do too. And Jude Law, you can't ever go wrong with him. All right. All right, so Tomb Raider. All right. After her missing father is declared dead and leaves her the world's oldest Rubik's Cube, Laura Croft easily solves it and stumbles upon his hidden explorer's workroom. From there, she is led to a secret island where a bearded bad guy and his group of well-armed henchmen have been marooned for the past seven years. Whilst in a mood much more patient than I would have been in his shoes, the bearded bad guy monologues his entire Bitterfield story about him and her father before she escapes. Then it's a race for her to close some ancient tomb that endangers the entire planet for some bloody reason before the bearded bad guy and company sees it for themselves. Is it just me or does this seem very familiar? My prediction. It's only been 17 years since the original totally useless film with Angelina Jolie, 15 years since the sequel, and now we're supposed to back this new and improved version because why? Because Alicia Vikander is a good actress and gorgeous? Well, so was Jolie. Is it because awesomely underrated actor Walton Goggins is in this? It sucks, but even he couldn't save everything he's been in. Or is it because there's some limp shitty, slowed-down cover of Destiny Child Survivor that creeps up in the middle of the trailer to amp up the expectations of the action? Sorry, but no. I fell for that shit twice back in the 2000s, and I'm not falling for it again. God damn it, I am falling for this again because I'm going to see it again. Free ticket, activate. Tomb Raider will be a flatter-chested piece of shit. No intentional offense to anybody, but instinctively, that was the first thing I noticed. Okay. I Uh, I think they purposely made her boobs smaller. Who cares? (laughs) I'm just being a dick. Another reboot of
1: another franchise. I've said this in a previous review, and I've said this on the podcast quite often, which is this. Hollywood hasn't run out of ideas. Hollywood has, for the most part, stopped taking risks on movies and stories because they are more interested in making a franchise out of shitty properties. And look at what DC has done. Look at what Warner Brothers and Paramount and virtually every studio out there has done. If it isn't comics, it's video games, or dead TV properties. But well, that doesn't answer the question of will this movie be a piece of shit or not. I don't believe this movie will be a piece of shit. The trailers make it look decent. Goggins is in it. And Vikander has been good in the films we've seen so far. So, it, no, I don't think it's going to be a piece of shit. That doesn't mean it's going to be good. It's just going to be your average wannabe Indiana Jones
0: movie. Yeah. So, I... I'm just. I'm gonna say it sucks. I. I. I, I you already think, said that. Yeah. You said
1: it was going to be a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like why do we read these? If we why comment afterwards? If we're gonna read all that shit, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it is. But <laughs> so we'll let you know next time uh, what we thought of uh, Tomb Raider. The fuck? Did you erase all my work? What is this? I don't know. We have an empty one. All your work for what? Uh, you didn't erase my uh, POS, did you? This? No. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, no, I just look like you blanked it out or something. I don't know. No, was, there's a that I have no idea what the hell that is.
1: I don't know either, but it doesn't matter.
0: Okay, alright. Anyway, so <coughs> me, you, <laughs> goodbye, farewell, la vie. C'est la vie. C'est la vie.